welcome on The Cross Code, the podcast where we review anything from religion to spirituality and witchcraft. So I am your host Raven and today we are going to talk about deity work, what it is, what you can expect from deity work and how to approach deity work. So first of all, what is deity work? So spirit work and deity work are terms that describe the act of forming relationships with spirits and deities. These are terms often used by pagans and also polytheistic communities. So polytheism at its core is the belief in multiple gods. Polytheism can be approached in many different ways, from a self-polytheistic standpoint, to a hard polystic standpoint, where they believe that gods are in a way fully autonomous beings, which is what I believe in. Some polytheistic may work with one god even while acknowledging the others, while others will work with many different gods. Again, this is personally what I do. Some polytheistic or even what's known as polyphiliated, so meaning that they work with multiple gods from different pantheons. Because yes, it is okay to work with gods from different pantheons. There is absolutely no problem with that. So many polytheistic, like me, identify as pagans and those who follow earth-focused practice. However, not all pagans are polytheistic. Nor does someone need to be polytheistic or even theistic at all in order to be pagan. We have an episode about paganism that I did a while ago. You can go listen to it. So that's because spiritual practices can be tailored to your spiritual needs and worldview. So now let's talk about what deity relationships look like. So if deity relationships don't always have a lord or servant dynamic, Uh, then what dynamics do they have? So some examples include the teacher-student dynamic, also parent-child, or something familial, friendship, uh, those kind of things. So these dynamics are not forced, but instead grow from the collaboration of both the deity and the devotee. So what does this dynamic involve? So to have a healthy deity relationship, You need consent, clear communication, mutual understanding, and respect for boundaries. You need to establish your boundaries from the beginning and being very communicative with your spirits and entities because otherwise they will not know what you need from them and you will not know what they need from you. So for example, some examples of unhealthy relationship could involve control tactics, or non-consensual actions, uh, fear tactics also with intimidation and threats, and manipulative behavior. This is when you can start to believe that you are faced to a spirit, like a trickster spirit, and not a god or um, a genuine spirit that wants to work with you. So these relationships can be either started by you or deity, If you want to work with a specific deity, it's perfectly fine to reach out first. Deity work and deity relationships are built, not assigned. Now, how should you approach deity work? For me, there are a few stages. So, for example, 
my way of approaching it would be to first research a lot. You need to research a lot about different pantheons. Get some knowledge about which pantheons is related to which things. What are some custom of this pantheon? Also, what use like what the people used to do in the ancient time to honor these gods. That's something that is personally for me very important. Then you might want to focus on one specific pantheon. If, for example, you are very attracted to the North Pantheon or the Celtic Pantheon, for example, you might want to focus on this specific type of worshipping. What Again, what did the people used to do to worship those gods? And what are the customs? What are the kind of rules in the Pantheon? And then only you can focus on certain deities. So that's in the case of you wanting to reach out to a deity. Then only you can focus on one certain deity because you will have the context of what the deity is bathed in, basically. So you will be able to focus on that deity with already having a suitcase of knowledge, basically. When you can focus on that deity, this is time to research in deep. And when I say in depth, like I mean in depth, you need to know everything you can know. You need to research everything you can research on this deity to be able to have a very healthy and consensual relationship with the deity. And only then we are going to move on to the worship phase. Because before working with a deity, you need to worship the deity show the deity that you are interested with working with them show them appreciation and honor because you don't call upon the deity and say okay you're going to come into my space you're going to protect me but i don't give a shit about you no this is not how it works you need to honor the deity you need to show them appreciation do some offerings like do a little altar for them so a little sacred space You need to really be mindful of their presence and what they are able to do. And then only maybe, again, it's not assured, but maybe the deity will reach out to you. And then only you're going to start the work with the deity. And like I said, the deity work will depend from a deity to another, but also from a practitioner to another. It's not because, for example, you work with a certain god, that another person working with the same God is going to have the same relationship with them as you. Every practitioner is different and every God is different. So, of course, every relationship is going to be different. It goes from logical, but not everyone can understand that. It's like signs. Deities might send you some signs and some other signs to other people and it's perfectly fine. You cannot invalidate someone else's practice because they don't have the same point of view on this practice as yours because every relationship with deities are different so you need to accept that now what are some expectations that you can have from deity work so first of all you need to know that deity work takes constant efforts this involves Research, researching, learning new tools, learning new skills, sharpening your clear senses, and trial and error also. Now, your relationship is between you and the deity only. No one should act as a dedicated interpreter between you and the deity in question. That can open you up to a whole lot of potential abuse. 
it's okay to use a third party to help you in instance of discernment if you need, like for example, a medium for a specific message. But ultimately, no person or entity should be interpreting your relationship with a deity or spirit for you. Now, if you need help with understanding the message from your deity, you can ask for help for like a tarot reader or a medium, some kind of things. But they are not allowed to invalidate your practice. Now, you need to understand that you can also say no. Just because a deity or spirit wants something does not mean that you always have to give it to them. Gods can be held accountable for their actions and you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with just because they ask. This is where you need to communicate a lot with your partner, basically. But as you can say no, gods can say no. So gods are not dolls, basically, you that you can take out of a box and play with whenever you want. That they are autonomous beings, capable of making their own decisions, and they won't always do the things you expect them to. Again, communication is very important. Now, you need also to understand that incompatibility happens. Sometimes a deity, personality, methods, and antique might not vibe well with you. And that's okay. Recognize when it happens and make adjustments accordingly. This may mean taking a break, putting some emotional distance between you two, or going separate ways altogether, simply separate from the deity. It's best, if this can be done mutually, to facilitate the healthy transition. Now, for the communication and synchronicities that you can have to communicate with your deity. When a deity is trying to get your attention, they will do so in ways that you can understand. They will often show rather than tell you who they are, and the ones that are forthcoming about showing who they are might be imposters. So a thing that is very common, I would say, is omens. So an omen is a sign that appears in the physical world and receiving one isn't always a bad portent like the word suggests. However, omens definitely can uncanny or significant in some way. Many times, but not always, deities' omens will colorate with their associations. So for example, um, I don't know, Odin works with two ravens and so if you see a lot like two ravens running behind you three, four, five times, it might be an omen from Odin, and so on and so forth. This is why you need to be on point with like the associations of your deity. This is why research is extremely important. Sometimes omens can take much more mundane appearances, but still maintain the uncanny quality of a synchronicity. And they also seem to pop up when you least expect them. So now they can also use dreams. Unless you have something that cannot make you dream, dreams are another way that deities and spirits can identify themselves. Like omens, it's up to you to determine whether or not this dream is significant based on its content and the feelings it gives you. This is also an opportunity for a deity to demonstrate themselves in ways they might not be able to to with omens alone for example like omens you can ask a deity to give you a dream in case you need other forms of confirmation 
if you would like to remember your dreams a little bit more i have on my patreon a dream oil so if you'd like to subscribe to my patreon to support the podcast and support me that would be awesome let's continue now we're going to talk about divinations and clear senses because this is one of the main ways to communicate with your deities so divination can be used to facilitate direct communication with deities and spirits it's a wonderful tool because many forms of it can be hard to spoof some of these divination methods can be included like tarot cardomancy rune readings uh, pendulum die divination again the possibilities are infinite so choose what works the best for you now clear senses is something you might want to work on because clear senses are not open to everyone not everyone has open clear senses so this might need some, this might be something you need to work on but don't worry if a deity wants to appear and show you that they are here they will show you that you're here that they are here don't worry now something also that is very important when you practice deity work is ultimately magical bases such as protection so shielding warding grounding banishing and cleansing and you'll be good so banishing and cleansing will help you to get out any energy or spirits that you don't want in your space you can do this with many methods like smoke cleansing sound cleansing water cleansing etc if you want some cleansing method again on my patreon i offer a lot so you can go subscribe now why is grounding important this keeps you from getting too unthreatened as you do energy work grounding is very different from everyone but Fortunately, you can find many methods with a quick Google search. So grounding can help you push out black water energy in draw to draw clean energy from the earth. This can be done while you shield. So shielding is a form of metaphysical protection for yourself. It protects against like unwanted spirits interactions depending on your programming or intentions to shield. How you put the shield up can be done in many ways. Again, if you would like some input on that, I have a Patreon where I teach. And finally, let's talk a bit about warding. So it's like a number of protection that is going to protect your entire space. This is like the same concept as shielding, but you can filter the world. So, for example, create a world that gonna allow a certain type of spirit or gods to enter, but let the other outside. So, this is up to you. Now, this is all I had to say about daily work. If you have any question, feel free to ask. And also, um, so like I said, I have my Patreon where I teach some kind of, of things that could help you. So thank you so much for considering it. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, it was Raven, your host on the Crossco, and I will see you next week for another episode.